KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. My name is Mark Longoria. I am the Director of Ministry Development here at the radio station, and you are listening to this particular segment called The Church of the Week. What we like to do with this segment is we like to introduce to you, our listening audience, to some of the local ministries that make up the body of Christ, the church here in San Antonio. And today uh, we have a special guest in in uh, in studio that they've been a part of the radio station for many years already. They have their own program on the station, but we want to talk today about them personally, about their ministry, and give you an opportunity to get to know who they are. Um, they are Pastors Mike and Chris Sasso. They are pastors of Freedom Fellowship Church here in San Antonio. Pastors, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you, Thanks. Mark. It's great to be here, and we appreciate you making the time for uh, you know just to be here with us today. Let's uh, let's give uh, the people that are listening an idea of who you guys are first of all as as a person, kind of where you come from, how you met, and how you ended up here in San Antonio pastoring a church. That's a big question right there. <laughs> Boy, that's a long story. But, yeah. uh, well, uh, we've been pastoring for about 10 years, uh, Freedom Fellowship Church. Uh, we met each other. Actually, yeah, we were neighbors. And I had been praying a long time, said, Lord, send me a virtuous woman, Proverbs 31, you know. Yeah. And and sure enough, Chris really just ended up on my doorstep. And yeah. the Lord said, this woman's going to change your life. And, boy, she has. And wow. that's 22 years later. So, uh and it's been a great ride. We've got uh, we've got three beautiful children. Uh, Josh was now in college at Regent University, studying actually communication and broadcasting. And nice. uh, uh, James is a senior at uh, Castle Hills First Baptist, and Erica is a freshman there. So, uh, and uh, Chris, what do you got to say uh, to the body? Here? Well, when we met, um, actually, um, Mike is uh, is my uh, spiritual father. He led me to uh, the, the Lord. I was a backslidden Catholic. Oh, yeah. And uh, yes, and um, and um, when I became uh, born again, he told me that the Holy Spirit can teach me that He can really talk to me. So, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, women in uh, in the Bible studies, they always have a, a list of this is uh, what I wanted to uh, to uh, to marry, mm-hmm. and uh, they're believing God uh, for uh, for a husband. So I asked God after I preached, uh, after I fasted. So. Um, um, so many weeks mm-hmm. in, in asking God if he wants me to get married. And uh, he told me afterwards that I'm going to marry my neighbor, Mike. Wow. So I laughed and I said, how are we going to pull this thing off? <laughs> well, that's amazing, you know. And uh, at the time, I have to admit, I was asking the Holy Spirit because I'd had a Bible study in my home for years. Yeah. and People would come, but I wasn't seeing people really taking hold of what I was pouring into their lives. And I said, Lord, I said, send me some people that are going to really grab this and bear fruit. I mean, people were just not serious about receiving the message and going forward. Mm-hmm. And and the Lord sent Chris and then a new group of leadership. And and uh, and uh, it's been amazing. But God sent actually Chris for her to be trained. And now she's out training others. And it's very exciting. So when did you guys actually get married? Uh, August 18, 1990. 1990. August 18, 1990. That's just yeah. a day from away from my marriage. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. When did you get married? August 19. Yeah. Of 90? Yeah, of, no, 97. Yeah. Okay. Don't awesome. ever forget that day, bro. Yeah. 
<laughs> I have to think about it, but don't ever forget that's that. Awesome. It's important. All right. Yes. So how and so so when you guys met and you got married, you were already having these Bible studies in your home. Yes. Did that automatically just kind of transition into you knowing that you were going to become a pastor's wife, Pastor Chris? Did you know you're going to be a pastor's wife now? You're going to start out this ministry. No. How, how did all that develop? No, uh, I was uh, I was praying uh, one uh, one uh, morning, and I heard the the voice of God. The, the saying that um, I am getting ready to pour revival here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I said, Lord, and said, who are you going to use? We're going to volunteer. We're going to, we're going to volunteer. We're going to support that ministry. Yeah. And, he said, and he spoke to my heart and said, what, what is the matter with you and Mike? Mm. And, and I said, Lord, you didn't, you didn't call me a pastor. And said, "I'm not a typical yeah. pastor's wife or yeah. a pastor," and uh, and um, it started then. Wow! So, explain to the people that might not uh, really understand what revival is. I mean, mm-hmm. God speaks into your spirit from His yes. spirit says, "Revival is coming to San Antonio." And I want to use you, Mike. I want to use you, Chris, mm-hmm. to bring forth this revival. For someone that's listening that maybe is new to Christ, mm-hmm. they're just tuning into KSLR. They're kind of wanting to get their um, their feet wet in the gospel. What is revival? Revival is first of all is the uh, receiving and manifestations of signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. But most important thing is the people of God will fall in love with Him. They will be uh, in awe mm-hmm. of Him, of His love and His mercy, and uh, and the uh, the great plan of of God. For, uh, for individual person and for the city or for the country will begin to unfold with signs and wonders. Amen. What do you say to the people that, that hear you and say, well, we believe that the signs and the wonders and the miracles and the prophetic and all of that was part of the Old Testament that really just doesn't happen anymore? What do you say to someone that might be skeptical? It's well, too late. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus said in Mark, uh, in uh, in the book of Mark, the, uh, those are the signs of the believers yes. that in His name we we will be able to cast out demons. These signs will follow. Yes, yes, yes. the yes. believer, those who believe. Yes. yes. So we have to ask the question: If you say that, do you really believe? Yeah. Jesus even said in John fourteen twelve, He said, "If you believe in Me and the works I do." You'll do the same. That's in red in my Bible. That means Jesus said it, and he wasn't kidding. Mm-hmm. So if those signs are not following us, we have to ask ourselves, what do we really believe? Yeah. And, and also, I was a terrible person, and God, and God loved me anyway and mm-hmm. forgave me and gave me a better chance. That's a miracle by itself. Amen. Mm. That's the greatest miracle, actually. So I believe in miracles yes. because, because I am now saved. The greatest miracle is to see the transformation of lives. Absolutely. It is. And we've seen hundreds and hundreds of lives transformed. I mean, they come into the church and and even their family looks around and say, what has happened to this person? Well, I'll tell you what happened to them. They're born again. That's right. They became a new creature. I mean, that is the greatest miracle. And the signs and the wonders are things that follow the preaching of the gospel as a testimony that Jesus is alive. Amen. They are the the signs that God is real. And so uh, do we need miracles today? Yes. I mean, do people need healing? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, why would you not want everything that God has? That's right. Now, you have a radio program here on KSLR. It airs every Saturday at 5 p.m. and again on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. uh, called The Prophetic Voice of Our Time. And I want us to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Pastor Chris, I think you're kind of at the helm there. Uh, The Prophetic Voice of Our Time. 
how did you end up with this with this name? Because it really it really sets you apart from the regular programs that we have throughout mm-hmm. the week. Yeah. This one, I believe, is the is the only one that I that I know of that has actually the word prophetic in it, and it automatically gets you ready to okay. We're going to be learning about prophecy. We're going to be learning and actually hearing the voice of God through uh, through His servant. Uh, why did you end up with this type of program? Because uh, the uh, the uh, gift of prophecy is the most abused and the most misunderstood gift of the Holy Spirit, mm. and uh, and at the same time, uh, it says in Revelation chapter nineteen verse ten that the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. So, I wanted to bring forth Jesus Christ front and center, that the essence of prophecy is Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. not, not the Antichrist, but the love of God that will never fail. And, uh, and it says that uh, if we focus on him, then signs and wonders will follow. Yeah. And uh, I really believe in my heart that with the, with the times that we're in, we really believe uh, to, to hold on to our faith in Christ Jesus. And he is the only way. He is the way and the answer to, to what we're facing now in, in, in this world. If this is such a, a key, important factor of our Christian life, why do you believe that there are many good people with good intentions that are Bible teachers that still would rather just stay away from the prophetic? Why do you think that's so? Because because a lot of people uh, really got, got got hurt by it, mm-hmm. and some and some were misled by it. Mm-hmm. Because if if we don't focus on Christ, even what we are prophesying is true, it still will not produce the godly result yeah. that that the world needs. So the essence has to be Jesus Christ. Amen. And yeah. uh, and I I feel very strongly that in this particular time we as Christians no matter what you believe whether you don't believe in prophecy it says the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy then we have a unifying force. Yeah. Our language is now love and our unifying force is is Jesus Christ right. not our doctrines. Right. right. You were going to say pastor? Well, you know um there was a scripture that jumped out at me years and years ago in Isaiah chapter 1, and it's verse 26, and it says this, that the Lord is saying, I will restore my judges as they were in the days of old, and afterward you will be called a faithful city, a city not forsaken. I said, Lord, what is this? The judges as they were in the days of old. Mm. The judges in the days of old were the prophets, mm-hmm. and the prophets were over kings and over kingdoms, and when the prophets came to town, the kings and the kingdom said, is everything going to be okay? Mm-hmm. And we've so misunderstood prophecy because prophecy in the church is the voice of God to the nations. Yeah. And if we silence that voice, how can the nations know that God is real? Mm-hmm. And God is saying, I am going to restore this voice of prophecy again. Mm-hmm. And afterward, the body of Christ will be united. In other yeah. words, it's not it's not exalting any man, but it's exalting, as Pastor Chris has said, Jesus Christ. It always points to Christ. Yes. Amen. And you're right. We've seen it so many, I'm, I'm sure tons of people that are listening that have been involved in some type of 
uh, ministry where the pro- prophetic is there. We've seen it time and time again where people use it for self-gain. They yes. use it to yes. manipulate, to control people, and that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And I, yes. I, and I can I can see why you're saying that, that yes. uh, you know, it's v- been very abused. But when used right, when you keep Christ the center yes. of everything, it is just, it's awesome. It builds the church. It, it Definitely. It Prophecy builds the, church. builds the church. It edifies. It gives you direction. Yes. It steers you away from problems and, and warnings that God gives you. Yes. Um, it's just amazing. So thank you for bringing that to, to the body of Christ because it's needed. Every joint supplies. Years ago, uh, the Holy Spirit had spoken about a prophetic school that uh, was needed mm-hmm. and actually spoke to Pastor Chris about it and uh, because prophecy had been so misunderstood and so even misused. And so there is a great need in the church for us to really understand prophecy mm-hmm. and really be able to judge and, and discern prophecy because, as you have said, Mark, that, you know, that, that, that it has been abused. So, mm-hmm. so that is part of the ministry that we do is to, 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 to train and teach and educate on, on, on the, the, the reality of prophecy in yeah. the church. Yeah, in the prophetic school, we actually uh, focus on the uh, true characteristics of a prophet of God. So that once they see it uh-huh. and once they lo- know it, they can judge the prophecy themselves. Very good. Because Jesus said that you watch, you watch them, not, um, not by what they prophesy, but by the fruits That's in right. their lives. That's yeah. right. Very good. Now, you, you pastor together Freedom Fellowship Church here in San Antonio, um, and I'm sure your ministry has, uh, though your specialty may be pro- for the prophetic, uh, you have a, you have, God has given you a congregation to pastor, and now you're pastoring even more people by means of our radio station and by means of the Internet. You're reaching people all the way out into the Philippines. And so, um, so tell us about Freedom Fellowship Church. Uh, what can somebody expect? What is Freedom Fellowship? Is it all prophetic? Uh, tell us other stuff about it. No, we follow uh, what Jesus commanded us, the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. First, we preach the gospel to the nations. Amen. And then we make disciples. We don't, uh, we don't ask for membership. Mm-hmm. But once you get there, you will be discipled because the, that is the five, uh, that's the purpose of the five offices. Yeah, to that's right. To prepare God's people. Equipping yeah, them. Exactly. To equip God's people for the works of service Correct. until they reach the uh, until we all reach in unity. That's right. So that's the purpose. Uh, that's the purpose of that is discipleship. And then we don't neglect the poor. Amen. And tell us about what's going on overseas, because you mentioned there's a lot of people from the Philippines that are tuning in uh, via our website, kslr.com, that are, that are listening to your program. Uh, you mentioned you have a lot of churches out there. Yes. How did that come about? Well, uh, uh, the, lo- uh, the Lord sent me back to the Philippines. That's where I was born. Mm-hmm. But he, he told me when I was born again, I'm not supposed to go there until I'm ready. And uh, we, uh, we, uh, he gave us a, an instruction to raise the spiritual leaders first through the Empower Leader, Empower a Nation Ministers mm-hmm. Conference. And, and signs and wonders start, start manifesting, and, uh, and we, have, uh, we have now uh, connected to more than 1,000 pastors or, or minist- uh, ministries in the Philippines. And, amazing. Uh, it's amazing. And uh, we Praise are holding God. prophetic school, and, uh, and at the same time, I encourage them to pray for our country. 
When when the Lord spoke in 2005, actually, and said it's time now to go to the Philippines, Chris said, I, I just really feel the Lord's telling us to go. So it's like, okay, well, we're going. We showed up in January not knowing who to see, not knowing where to go, not knowing really? what to do. Yes. Just landed. And, and the day before we left, or the week before we left, it's like, Lord, when we weren't even sure what we were going to do. We thought we were going to go do a crusade. We, we, we weren't sure what God was sending us to do. But we knew he said go. So we said, okay, we're going. So myself, Chris, and one other individual flew over there. The week before we left, I got a phone call from someone. And uh, make a long story short, God made a connection miraculously hmm. through a phone call that I received. And, and we met those individuals in the hotel the following week when we arrived. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit ministered to them in such a powerful way. They received prophecy. They received healing. They received manifestations. And they said, you people need to come back mm-hmm. before the crusade and train the pastors. And we said, train the pastors. We also empower the business community so mm. that they can start financing the gospel there. Amen. And, uh, and, and that's what's happening. Wow. We have, uh, we have a business school, Doing mm. Business God's Way. And it's being attended by pastors <coughs> so that they, they, they know how to pastor the, uh, the, uh, the business owners yeah. and, uh, and uh, the business community. So now churches are being built and they're financing them. Praise the Lord. We don't have to financially support them. Yeah, that's awesome. It's very exciting. You've been listening to Pastors Mike and Christina Sasso. They are pastors here at uh, Freedom Fellowship Church in San Antonio. If you want to get a hold of them, you can um, um, you can go online at uh, where. What is your web address? It's uh, <laughs> www. Here it is. S O G M I. Right. Yes. Sons of God Ministries International. S O G M I. dot org. Yeah. Um, they meet every uh, Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Uh, over at the Quality Inn uh, over on I-10 in Huebner. And, uh, again, you can listen to the program here Saturdays at 5 p.m., Sundays at 6.30 p.m. If they had a question and wanted to call you, what, what number would they call? It's uh, area code 210-695-1630, or you can email us at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. Very good. Again, the number is 210-695-1630. Okay, so let's, let's uh, transition back over here to, to San Antonio. What can you tell us, what has the Lord been showing you about the city of San Antonio? How long have you been pastoring here in San Antonio? We've uh, had the since, church. Uh, 1993. Yes. 93, awesome. Yes. And, oh, 2003. No, 2000, I'm not sorry. pastoring. It's right. 2003. Okay. Um, in 1988, uh, um, I received a prophecy um, that was released uh, that that uh, the city of San Antonio will become an oasis for ministers all over the world mm. to get trained and to get refreshed, and uh, f- and uh, it was confirmed from the mouths of many prophets that San Antonio has a great destiny that will impact the yes. whole world. And I know that a lot of ministers, even those that are native in San Antonio, have heard the same message, and they are even preparing even now. Yeah. And I believe that now that we have increased in numbers, that uh, 2012 is the beginning mm. of that great outpouring in we, San Antonio. We've had several several other confirmations, like you said. I, I've heard it mm. uh, and through other prophets that are coming into town and some of, some of our own here. Uh, that, yeah, that God has definitely been saying that over and over again. 
Um, and so we have all of these different ministries. We have all these different denominations, but our common factor is Jesus Christ Amen. and the voice of Jesus and his purpose for, for what he plans on doing with San Antonio. What I've noticed throughout, uh, throughout the, the, my time here, I've only been here close to seven years, is that uh, I have this great opportunity to visit with and meet new pastors from all over the city because of this job position. Plus, I just like to do it. But what I've found, what I have found out is that the majority, I'd say the vast majority, I'd say if I had to guess, I'd probably put a number about between 80 to 90 percent of the pastors that I've met Hmm. here in San Antonio are not from San Antonio. Yes. They have been transplanted. They have strategically been brought from another place into this place. Hmm. And I believe that just reconfirms what, what the voice of the Lord is saying, that there is, there's revival this is a strategic place. This is an oasis for ministry, and I, I'm just excited. I'm excited. I, I am excited. I am excited too. We're <laughs> beginning to see. We're beginning to see it, and uh, and it's a uh, it's an awesome. It's an awesome and an honor and a great fr- privilege for the city of San Antonio. Yeah, absolutely. And it's exciting to see the manifestations of what the Lord has spoken years ago come mm-hmm. to pass. Part of that prophecy, and we we received another prophecy about. A, a move of God that was going to take place uh, that would eclipse what took place at Azusa Street. Mm. What took place at Azusa Street with the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit and tongues and interpretation and things, healing, manifestations. The word of the Lord came and said, I am about to do something that will eclipse what took place at Azusa Street. And 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 we said, well, what, what could possibly eclipse that? Obviously, there'll be healings. Obviously, there'll be signs and wonders. There'll be deliverances. There'll be mass salvations and repentance and turning toward God. But what did not happen at Azusa Street that's about to happen mm. as a part of this eclipsing is a transfer of wealth, mm-hmm. a turning over of the economic and of the influence, communi- the, 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 the five or the seven spheres of influence in the nation's to the body of Christ. Hmm. And that will be part of this move that God is doing now. If And he's preparing individuals in every sector of society, I believe, right now to take places of authority to receive this transfer of influence and power. Mm-hmm. You know, we see all throughout the Bible where kings would call upon the prophets yes. to, to hear the voice of God. So what is the, when they needed direction, when they needed a dream interpreted, when they needed some form of help, and they couldn't get it from their own magicians, they would call the prophets to come in. And so that's where the influence, we've lost that influence. I mean, how many times have we heard of our own presidents over the past years calling upon the Christian community, asking what se- what does God say in this yeah. matter? Yes. And we, you're right, we need to regain that. Well, I believe we're in that time. We are in the time where God is restoring the judges. But, you know, we, I mean, we've got, to, we've got to take a look at some, some challenges because we, we face challenges as Christians. Um, the, the enemy has come in and, and divided in a sense where we have these different denominations and, well, I think this way and I don't agree with your theology. And I don't, but how, how do we overcome those challenges so that we can be the body of Christ, the ambassador to the kingdom of God and speak with authority? How can, we, how can we break down those we walls? We need to forget and set aside our doctrines. We need to focus on Christ. What is he telling us to do? Mm. Because we will never agree with our doctrines. Right. But uh, we will agree that Jesus is Lord. Mm. And Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the Son of God. He's the Messiah. Yeah. So, so, and, and then, if we love one another, 
Because Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commands. Yeah. And they will know that you are my disciples yeah. because you have love for one another. So uh, the only way that we can unite is love. Yes. Yeah, that true. has to be our unifying force. It and, and, yes. And, uh, and our focus is on Christ. Let's forget about our doctrines. You know, we, we, we've been trying to convince each other that ours is correct and theirs is wrong. Mm-hmm. And where, where, where did it take us? Mm, nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. It's just like we're running around in circles. So, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, let us unite in love. Forget about our doctrines. Yeah. And, and let's face the challenges of our generation. Mm-hmm. Amen. As one body, hand in hand. That's right. Because one will put 1,000, two will put 10,000. And if we will unite in the love of God, as Pastor Chris is saying, we will see the greatest transformation this nation's ever seen. Amen. Well, we look forward to that. Uh, Well, I want you to uh, take a moment and just speak to our audience and uh, ask them to come out, visit you, and and, and they're at the church. uh, Give them the information, how they can get a hold of you. And uh, just so that's the whole reason why we have this program. We want people to know, hey, this is a great ministry. They're friends of the radio station, and we want you to go out there, get to know them who they are uh, and uh, go ahead have well it. if you're looking for a place to grow uh, you know we're going to train you we're going to we're not we're not going to let you sit on the sit on the background we're going to put you to work okay so but but that's God's plan for your life so mm-hmm. come on and join us uh, we're meeting as uh, Mark had said we're meeting in, currently at the Quality Inn on uh, Hebner Road and I-10 we meet on Sunday mornings at 10 30 a.m. and uh, God will bless your life I guarantee you Pastor Chris any closing comments well, it's time, it's time for us to really take your post for each and every one of us. Don't even think that you cannot make a difference because you're not a pastor, you're not a, you're not a musician. No, take your post because, because the, one, the one work that is assigned to you, that is the greatest thing that you can ever have. And no one can, no one can take it. And, and, and if, you, if Jesus will lose you, he cannot replace you because there is only one you. That's right. That's right. Well, on behalf of AM630 KSLR, once again, we'd like to invite you to come out and visit Pastors uh, Chris, uh, Mike and Chris Sasso, Freedom Fellowship Church. Uh, if you want to get a hold of them, call area code 210-695-1630. You can visit them online at S-O-G-M-I, S-O-G-M-I dot org. Uh, they meet on Sundays at, uh, at 1030 a.m., and uh, for more information, uh, just go online. Uh, you can also listen to their program here every Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sunday again at 6.30 p.m., the prophetic voice of our time. Pastors, we want to thank you so much for being in the studio today. Thank you thank for having you, us. Thank you, and God bless you. All right, God bless you, too. Everybody else, continue listening here to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM 630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.